Thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. We would like to remind you that the Bridgetown Comedy Festival is coming up May 7th through May 10th. Right here in Portland, Oregon, and you can get your tickets right now at bridgetowncomedy.com. There are a ton of amazing comedians that are going to be coming through town. It is one of the best comedy festivals in the world. It is, it is just fantastic. It's our Christmas. It absolutely is. <laughs> and we want to see you there, so go to bridgetowncomedy.com, pick up your tickets. If you have a particular comedian that maybe you'd like to hear on this show, shoot us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com, and we will do our best to get them on. But either way, we want to hang out with you at the festival. Go to bridgetowncomedy.com and get your tickets now. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I know, I don't think I know anyone else that was still using it. I didn't even know There were it still people existed. using it, though. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it was still fun for me, although the, part of the fun kind of went away when I realized it basically turned into a hookup room. Um, okay. For um, hookups that I'm not personally interested in. Okay, you've got to be more descriptive than well, that. Well, I'm saying it turned into a. Uh, was it Roman you and a bunch of gay house. dudes? It was me and a bunch of gay dudes. Okay. That's pretty much what it was. <laughs> so I was kind of the odd man out, but I still could provoke a little bit of response. Uh, I'll explain that here. In How a would that even be fun if nobody you knew was still using it anymore? Well, no, but random messing with random people, that's a lot of fun. Hello, everyone. Okay. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever the podcasts can be found. Thank you so much for finding <laughs> Which us. Is all over the internet. All over the internet. Mm-hmm. All right, so we've got a bunch of stuff coming up on today's show. We're going to be joined by our friend... Christine Levine is going to be stopping by here in just a little bit and also want to remind everybody of something. And that is the fact that some at some point this week, now we're already down to two shows, two more days, two more days. I know we're going to play the sounder which will mean that registration is open for the Fun Employment Radio Cornhole Tournament of Champions. We will play the sounder and then alert you to the URL where you can sign up. Yes, indeed. So the Tournament of Champions happening on May 17th, and that is, uh, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be presented by Next Adventure and Pabst Blue Ribbon, taking place at the Landmark Saloon. It's going to be so much fun. It'll be awesome. Uh, everybody should enter into it. Yeah, it's and even also- if you don't make it into the contest, you should come and hang out. We're going to be hanging out there all day, drinking beers in the sun. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. It's, it's going to be fantastic. So the registration, though, will open up here at some point, today or tomorrow. We don't know when. We don't know. You'll know when you hear the cornhole sounder. Only the cornhole gods can tell us when it's supposed to happen. That's true. We have no idea. So we when that is the cornhole gods. When that is played, we will give you the URL, and that is the only place you can sign up for this. So go there and sign up when you hear that sounder, today or tomorrow. Okay. There we go. All right. So talking about this. Which I hadn't I, even thought about this forever. Like, I had no clue that you were still actually using this. Well, it's funny to me of how many people associate this app with me because I talked about it here on the show because I've got emails and like and people tagged it on Twitter because the app secret shut down. I think the majority of the population, it's shutting down for a reason because it, it kind of sucks and nobody uses it. Well, nobody it's uses a, it. I didn't even think it actually existed, which is what I was saying when you told me, you're like, oh, man, exists. secret's going away. And... And then you came clean and told me that you've actually still been like writing on it. I have still been using Secret. So Secret, if I thought it was like a chat know. roulette thing where it was just kind of a flash in the pan and it was gone. Well, yeah. See, but Secret is what it, the way it works. 
is you post comments and it it can tell through Facebook or or somehow it gets now it uses your GPS location so it'll post it to other people in the general area but your your identity is kept secret so you don't know who the person <gasps> Hence is the name right boo, boo. <laughs> very good yes. and so your identity is kept secret so you can post these things you can post whatever you want and no one will know who it is that said it and when it first started out I was doing all kinds of things just to kind of mess. I was having some fun with it. Like you the were. one that I posted where I was like, I just found out that the city's planning to uh, demolish a 100 year old neighborhood in Portland. Should I leak it to the press? Oh, and God, I would post I things like that. that. Which I here said in Portland. that I was sneaking fluoride into the water. Right. But that was like six months ago. I had no idea that this was still happening. Yeah, but see, you would post those things. You then- have like this secret life, the secret online life where like you have all these like weird apps and things downloaded probably. Yeah. yeah. And you're living like the second life. Yeah. Yeah, I do, I, I do have a, a, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Maybe I shouldn't admit to these things. Yes, I was still using secret. So, so secret was, this would happen, like I would post things like that. And then I just kind of post things just to get a response from people and just to get people all worked up. Like that one got some people worked up. That was pretty fun. Um, and then, and then from there, like it, they changed the app to where it was more, um, but it sucked. It was pretty bad. The so way it's, it is right so now. it's different. It's, still, it's different from now. when I used it. Yeah, last. it's okay. yeah. You wouldn't even recognize it. Okay, like the principle's kind of the same, but it, it's changed quite a bit <laughs> to where the usability is really down. And many people in the chat, like me, are shocked that Secret was still around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, Wait, if so, if anybody doesn't know, I Secret, posted on it this morning. So if anybody doesn't know Secret, uh, really quickly, it's an app that you can basically be anonymous and write anything that you want. Yeah, that's. That, well, no, you had said that, but I mean, people might not know what it is. Yeah, no, I mean, well, I mean, that's 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 what it is. It's it's an app, so you can download that and and like I was saying, you know, it'll access people in your area, but it, your identity is secret, so they won't know who you are, and um, so you can post these things and then reply to other people's secrets, whatever it is. You so know. then it became like a hookup app. Yeah, so that's what what it's like a Tinder kind of thing. What it's but turned like into Tinder. What it's turned into, and I'll admit, it has not been as much fun because uh, it used to be a, a wide range of people, and then you'd post things and get people's responses, and it had some minor value. Stirred up a little. Mainly, I just used it to try to mess with people. However, then it turned into it's it's basically a hookup app. It turned into what's the what's the Tinder? No, what's the gay version of Tinder? Grinder. That's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. And so I'm so impressed with myself that I was able to think of that so fast. Yeah, and that's fine. That app preserves reason, but that's what Secret turned into. So it really wasn't that much fun anymore. So it was like an anonymous grinder. Kind of. That's huh. pretty much everything that's talked about on there. It seemed to be. It was just me and um, and gay men from Portland. That's about. That's about all. So that's what on this were app. you writing about to try to be? Well, like, I was trying to stir things up, you know, and I would, I would post things about, um, uh, you know, uh, random stuff just to try to get people to like stir up. I, I was I was trying to post things, not like not like gay things. I would be like, I, I was so that. mad at this restaurant that I I I. I pooped on the floor and I stormed out. And then just to see, but post it as though it was, was serious. And then just to see if that would get people riled up. And then you get people like, how dare, that's disgusting. You're sick. And then posting things like that, you know, because they think it actually happened. Do you I derive, should really explain this. You should. You should keep going because no. you sound totally insane. Yeah, but that's what I would post on secret. I didn't actually do that. I would post it on secret. It's like you're like excited people. about the prospect of being told that you're disgusting. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's what it is. Oh, ah! you dirty, dirty boy. Greg just threw his hat across the room, by the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shockwave says, there's a word for people who deliberately try to stir things up online. Troll. Yeah, yeah maybe. 
Maybe, but it's not real things, though. It's not real things. I'll make up things, and then I'll... I don't know. I didn't know post, you were like, still in secret. What I'll, are you doing with then, your life? And then I'll post, like, baiting questions just to see if I can get, like... like baiting? No, not that kind of baiting. Oh, okay. But, like, bait questions just to see, like, uh, different different areas, different genres, trying to see what I could get people trying to, to see to where the little, where the, where the thin skin is? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's the, uh, yeah, that's what I would do. Complaining anyway, about shishi restaurants? Yeah, you do those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And, and so... So now, though, it was announced that Secret is going away. The app is going away. The owners are are folding it. I think it's for a good reason. But now I don't know where to go to get this, you know, to satisfy this uh, urge I have. Any message board on the Internet No, that's too much work. No, I don't want to do that. This is fine because I know that it's anonymous and so that way it's okay. And I and I post made up things. I don't actually post on you realize real you're, things. You're like an app troll. Like that's the same as like an internet yeah. troll. No, it's different. It is. You're the same species. I'm not posting mean things about real people. No, but I'm it doesn't matter. Made up things. A troll isn't necessarily mean all the time. A troll stirs shit up. That's the definition of a troll. No. It absolutely is, Greg. That's what it is. When you're trolling someone, that means you're trying to get them worked up about <laughs> I'd something. I'd say, Allah, no. I went into a restaurant and didn't like the service, so I decided to poop on the floor, like <laughs> right. you just said you said. And then just that, so, that somebody would actually believe something that ridiculous. That's that's funny to me. <gasps> we know Kenny. We know somebody who has rolled a tire full of shit into a restaurant. That is true. Yeah, that like nothing is. Un- yeah, but like, that was that was him as a kid. I mean, my sister, when she lived here in Portland, saw a homeless man pull down his pants in the middle of the Hawthorne Bridge and poop in his hand. <laughs> Remember? That's right. I forgot about that. This is not so far fetched. Okay, these are things that actually happen in Portland and well, so, all across. The so country. what does that have to? So what? What? Are, what are you trying to? Why are you yelling at me? What? What are you saying that I did wrong? There? I'm not. I'm just saying that you said that you don't know how to satisfy this urge anymore. I don't have. Oh my God! You were mixing up so many issues. No, I didn't. Me. Jazz in the you chat even quoted me. you. I don't know where to go to satisfy this you urge are I have. Frustrating me so much right now. <sighs> anyway. Maybe you can start a new app and then sell it for $100 million like they did. I don't think they sold it. I think they, they made a bunch of money on it, but the, I think it's just folding. I don't think it's being sold to anyone. It's, it's dying. I di- but that's not what I was implying. But it's being, my words are being taken out of context is it's what's going on with this thing. Anyway, I, don't, I heard there's, a, there's an app called Whisper that maybe I'll try Are that you out. kidding me? There's one called Whisper? The people on Secret were saying that Whisper is another app that you can go to. All the gay men that you're left with on secret. Yeah, they're they're saying they're saying whispers. So they're just kind of riding their coattails, like they're like, "This is the new hip thing." And Greg's like, "I'm going to download Whisper." Well, they know everything that's hip. I, they do. These it's guys true. aren't there, do. <sighs> I I hate this show already. All right, so, I am loving this show already. Uh, anyway, Greg is really upset right now. It's bothering me. Mm-hmm. So I will have to find uh, I will have to find another way, another outlet to express yourself. It's a <laughs> That was kind of how I felt when Friendster went away. I really liked Friendster. Friendster? Didn't, did you ever yeah. have a Friendster account? No, I had a Friendster account yeah. way back in the day, before MySpace. Yeah, all of that. I remember when I was stuck at, um, when I was running the board, when I was a board operator, a board op uh, at the radio station at Hot Talk 1080 KOTK, I would work on the weekends mm-hmm. for like nine-hour stretches. And it was kind of when I was still fairly new to the internet. It was like 2002. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't really, I didn't have an email address until like 2000. I didn't really know what the what? hell I was doing. Like 1999, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was a little behind the times. Okay. I learned how to type on a typewriter. Yeah, well, Bremerton I did too. Very progressive. It still isn't very progressive. I, I mean, I did too, but I, I, I 
still had an email address. Yeah. Well, I loved I, I spent forever because I remember Friendster was the first kind of social networking thing I ever saw. And it was so neat to find out information about people and get to see them on the Internet. Mm-hmm. I liked I liked the layout. Yeah. And then it just went to shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Thank you. Do you still have your old Friendster account? I've looked it up, but now Friendster is a, a gaming website. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Because uh-huh. it was there. I, remember, I looked it up like four or five years ago, and it was still there. And then now it's been sold. So it was like uh, how MySpace is the music, the mm-hmm. basically doing all the music stuff. Yeah. Now Friendster is like uh, all the online game stuff. Oh, yeah. all right. Okay. Well, good to know that part now. Yeah. Okay. There's your history. Well, anyway. I'm looking for another app if anybody wants to post one to me. <laughs> All right. So if you have any suggestions for Greg as to what what was the quote again? No, I'm not going uh, to. I, could, because he, quote, doesn't know where to go to satisfy the urge he has. <laughs> Which is just to post random stuff and get people stirred <laughs> up. It's fun. It's fun to do sometimes, but it's made up things, not on real issues. I don't go on real sites and, like, pretend to be some. Ah, I never should have said this out loud. This is why it's that you said this called out loud. secret. All right, let's do let's do some world of crazy. You're not let's... doing a really good job at keeping secrets, Greg. I secret didn't do a really good job of keeping itself. <laughs> wow. Oh, don't be sad. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Let's hear some world of crazy. Greg, <laughs> Greg looks discombobulated right now. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Hi, how are you? Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, it's a world of crazy. It is. First up, if I can pull up my stories. There they are. All right, so this story actually was fascinating to me because it kind of sounds like something out of a movie, and more specifically, out of the Goonies. This is out of Tampa, Florida. Okay. Uh, a pair of Flo- uh, Florida siblings made a bizarre discovery in their parents' attic when they were up there cleaning it up, uh, where they discovered an old treasure box containing coins, a treasure map, and a mummified hand. What? They found a box in their grandparents' attic containing uh, a, containing old coins, a treasure map, and a mummified actual hand. Awesome. How cool is that, right? Uh, so Mike and Maria Lopez said the box uh, was found in their grandparents' Tampa attic and contained old-looking coins, uh, a map of the Hillsborough River, and a skeletal hand bearing a ring that it was inscribed Gaspar. What? This can't be real. Well, it might not be real tomorrow, but for today it's real. Okay. Which makes it even more magical. All right. So Mike Lopez, the brother, said uh, the, the couple in the photo... There were, so there were photos accompanying the coin, uh, the map, and the hand, are likely his great-grandparents, Eve and Ernesto Lopez. He said his grandfather used to tell him and Maria stories about Ernesto Lopez finding treasure belonging to a legendary pirate named Jose Gaspar, who uh, was rumored to have raided the west coast of Florida in the late ni- uh, 18th and early 19th centuries. What? Isn't that cool? That's crazy. I mean, who, who? Where did this story come from? Uh, it came from Tampa, Florida. No, but I mean, who's reporting the story? Um, one of the uh, a, a factual news. Site. Okay, all right, yeah. an actual news site. Yeah, it's this one I go to, uh, UPI. Well, did they use the map? Um, well, let me continue. Let's find out. Uh, so Mario Lopez goes on to say, either my great grandfather made the best, most elaborate pirate hoax ever in the history of pirate hoaxes, and never shared it with anyone, or he really did find some treasure on the Hillsborough River. There's no really, uh, there's really no way uh, to tell which is the case at this point," said Mario Lopez, which Mario Lopez or Mike Lopez, excuse me. 
Uh, so the siblings showed their finds to a curator at the Tampa Bay History Center. Um, however, the curator said the coins are likely not authentic old Spanish coins. Oh. So they said they're a little thin to be Spanish coins. Uh, generally, older coins were thicker. However, they could still be older coins, not necessarily of the Spanish descent. Well, what kind of a curator is that if they can't identify it? Apparently not a, a Florida, not a good one. Wait, you're a curator, but it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, it could be old. could be fake. I'm not sure. Well, it's, it it's could- a coin. <laughs> I mean, I could be a curator. Do you get paid for that? Yes, Greg, you get paid to be a curator. Okay. Sweet. I mean, I can just be like, yeah, like, I'm not might sure be Spanish. what it is. I don't know. Might be Spanish. Yeah. Um, be 50 bucks. When they took a look at the map, though, the map was uh, likely dated back from the 1920s or 1930s. So it is actually an older map. Uh, so the person who was uh, authenticating... The map said it's fascinating. I didn't. Uh, I just don't know what to make of it, aside from the fact that it might not be Jose Gaspar's hand, and the coins might not be Spanish. However, the map is old and seems to be legitimate. Uh, so he said he would be interested in having the skeletal hand tested to make sure it was a real human hand or not. Wow! So they were sure they weren't sure if it was a human hand or if it was a mummified mummified monkey hand. Okay, uh, but either way, any it. kind of mummified hand. Yeah. In a in an attic. Is a creepy find. That is a very creepy find. <laughs> so the Lopez's said they plan to hold on to the box and its contents for the time being. And they need to follow the that treasure map to see if there's something there. I would do that. Mm-hmm. I would follow the treasure map. Yeah, so they said they're not sure. Um, I wouldn't tell anyone, though. Of course you wouldn't. No way. No, I'd follow your, it first. You have to keep all your secrets to yourself. Well, yeah, that would be my secret. That would be your secret. <laughs> I'd follow it first, see what I can find. Then I'd tell people about it. Then you get the riches and the fame. Oh, wow. Fame you get a little riches. bit of, of both of them? Yeah. All right. Well, they did say that they're going to hang on to the map for the foreseeable future. Uh, they're not sure what they're going to do with it. Possibly keep it forever. It's part of their family now. So they said that they're just going to hang on to it and pass it on. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm at the end of the story. <laughs> All right. So anyway, they're going to hang on to it. And that's what's going to be happening with that. Quite funky. Quite funky. An Olympic sport by 2024. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. The Cornhole Tournament registration is open. Now, if you want to head to the Cornhole registration, do so now by following the following URL. Head to funemploymentradio.com slash... I just like making him wait for it. That isn't the URL. Funemploymentradio.com slash Cornhole Hero. Cornhole Hero. All one word. Cornhole Hero. So funemploymentradio.com slash Cornhole Hero. That's corn, C-O-R-N-H-O-L-E-H-E-R-O. Cornhole Hero. Go there now, and you can register for the tournament. So we're, we'll be taking 24 teams, but just register when you hear this, because we'll, we could always use backup teams, and there's chances that somebody could cancel out. So register now. You'll get more information after that, but go there and register. That is the most important thing you can do. Funemploymentradio.com slash Cornhole Hero. Cornhole Hero. Go there now. Continuing on with World of Crazy, another story out of Florida. Um... 
As I've already said, this is the year of The Rock. This is the year of uh, perhaps some some of the horrible feces stories. Yes. It also seems like the year where people are stealing a lot of meat. Yeah, we've you have had a lot of meat stories. Yes. So this one is a, a about a man and a woman have been arrested in Central Florida after police say they stole more than three hundred dollars worth of meat from a grocery store. That's a lot of meat. Now, was it like the salami guy that stole, stuffed it down his pants? Or? Uh, it wasn't like the salami guy. They actually uh, mixed it up a little bit. They had a little smorgasbord of different kinds of meats. Okay. Uh, deputies said that 48-year-old Doris Rowe and 54-year-old Kenneth Edwards drove 26 miles to a Winn-Dixie store in Deland, Florida, where a store manager... Oh, no, they were stuffing it into their pants. See, that seems to be the common thing if that you're going to steal meat. That seems to be what they're the- going to do. Is the uh, is the, the the pants stuffing? Well, yes. Yeah, so the store manager did see Doris Rowe, the female, uh, stuffing meat products and other items into her pants. Uh, deputies then say the manager stopped Rowe, and she hit the manager in the neck, dropping pork ribs, two packs of detergent, and three water filters out of her pants. Wow. Okay. So she had all kinds of stuff. She in was there. just like just going to town. Just I using like that. Them as shopping bags. I like that she's stealing a lot of stuff, but she wants the water filters to make sure that she's got to, uh, to make sure know. her water is properly yeah. filtered. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Would you want to drink Florida water? Probably not. No. That seems like a necessity. Uh, Roe fled the store and got into Edwards' truck. Deputies apprehended them at the tr- uh, at a traffic stop. Both were charged with grand theft and robbery. Deputies, after they pulled them over, found ribeye steaks, ground beef, bacon, pork ribs, and a gallon of bleach that they were able to steal from the store. I don't think you would want to mix up the bleach with the meat. I'm, I'm curious to see how they got a gallon of bleach out of a store in their pants. How large are these uh, I don't possible know what, pants they were wearing? I, I don't know what they look like. I don't know if they're parachute or not. Um, but yeah, they were able to smuggle out also a gallon of bleach, and it was all valued at $361. Damn. Mm-hmm. Bleach, huh? Now I really want to know what it was they were up to. I know. It does seem like if they're stealing a bunch of meat and then bleach, it seems like they murdered somebody and they're trying to like cover up smells or something. Maybe. I, I can't figure out what the meat part of it would be, though. I don't know. Definitely something is up there. Maybe they just really like meat. It could be. Meat uh, pants. This is an epidemic, this meat pants. Because we also had the thing here in Portland where some people were stealing meat and then selling it. The undercover officers were You love were bringing that up. Too. You've said that a bunch. Well, now you always make me nervous whenever you bring up the... It's stolen meat. Is it not? It, it's relatable to what what it is. The stolen meat thing. So there's, there's uh, you know, a lot, a lot of this seems to be going on. Stuffing salami in pants. It's true. Well, hopefully we don't get to the point where we start shoving meat into our pants. It's true. All right. And finally, I do have one more story. This guy is kind of an inspiration to everybody else, which it kind of made me laugh. I saw this story a couple days ago, and then it just popped up again. And I really think that this could be an efficient way to get some of our crappy roads in Portland actually filled in as well. Okay. And this is somebody that took matters into their own hands. This happened in England. Who has decided to start trying to fix the potholes in their town by spray painting pictures of penises around the potholes, <laughs> therefore making therefore making the city pay attention to the potholes and cover them quicker. That's actually a great idea. It's kind of a genius idea, isn't it? So this is uh, happening in Manchester. Uh, a Manchester bank. So we all know about the popular. Uh, street graffiti artist Banksy, right? I've heard of Banksy, Banksy yes. Banksy, yeah, who does all... Like, well, I don't even know what Banksy does. I've just seen Banksy's name. You don't know what... Are no, you what, serious? Yeah, he's I don't... A, he's a super famous well, street I know, artist. I know he's... Yeah, but he's anonymous, right? And he just, like, graffitis things. 
He's an artist. He paints things and graffitis things. On walls that he's not supposed to. Yes. So he's... I mean, it's still graffiti. Yeah, it's a, he's a graffiti artist. Okay. All right. So anyway, so he goes by Banksy. This guy is calling himself Wanksy. Okay. Because of... Uh, I'm, I'm picking up. I'm, I'm getting where he's... Where yeah, his so he's using uh, penis graffiti to force councils into filling uh, in potholes. And it does seem to be working... However, you know, of course, the government isn't that happy about it. But, uh, so this guy has taken to spray painting crudely drawn male genitalia in a bid to attract the local council's attention to potholes. So within 48 hours of the anonymous artist's, uh, Wanksy's work, uh, many of the potholes were started to be, started to be filled. Wow. Because the city was actually paying attention to wanting to cover the pictures of the penises. I wonder if that would work here in Portland. You know what? I was riding my bike yesterday, and there are some really terrible roads here in Portland. Oh, yeah. And no. I was actually thinking about I'm like, I could just kind of cover this whole road with penises. Maybe that would work. No, I live next to a gravel road in the city of Portland. Mm. This is a gravel road with, like, giant potholes and... Hmm. Yeah. So this guy has uh, remained anonymous so far. And uh, he actually spoke... Uh, on the terms of uh, being anonymous to Manchester Evening News, saying, The roads of Manchester are in an appalling state, especially around Bury, where I live. I have cyclist friends who have been hospitalized. They damage vehicles. Sometimes it's hard to know which pothole caused the damage because there are so ma- uh, there are so many of them. What I want to do is attract attention to the potholes and make it memorable. Nothing seems to do this better than a giant comedic phallus. It's also speedy. I don't want to be in the road for a long time, and it seems to have worked pretty well for me. He said it's really quick for him to be able to spray paint a picture of a penis. <laughs> Which, honestly, that is pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, so he does have a, a Facebook fan page if you want to become a, uh, a fan of his. So he doesn't uh, quite boast a 100% success rate yet, but uh, they are seeming to be working. So if somebody wants to do that in Portland, somebody legally distinct from me... No, not me. I wouldn't do it. Cause. I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. But if it does get it taken care of... I mean, it does get it taken care of. I don't know if that would be offensive enough for Portland, though. Right? I mean, they're just... There are penises on every sticker on every pole. Yeah, I don't know if that would really work here. Mm-hmm. You'd have to come up with something else. What do you think Portland would find offensive? Crosses. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's probably what would do it. (laughs) Hey, whatever works. Whatever gets the job done. All right, my friends. Well, there you have it. There is your world of crazy. All right. We've got our guest coming in here in just a minute. Christine Levine is going to be joining us. But as we said, the cornhole registration is open. So go to funemploymentradio.com slash cornholehero. And register your team now. Awesome. For the for the Cornhole Tournament on May 17th. All right, let's take a break, and we'll be back here in just oh, a minute. Oh, I'm looking. We have a lot of registration already. With, uh, <laughs> get on it, people. Get, get in there. Get registered. Yep. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, we are back here on Fun Employment Radio, and... Ooh. We have some news. So Christine Levine will not be joining us actually today. So this is part of doing a live show. And what happened was basically there was a giant scheduling snafu that wasn't wasn't her fault. It wasn't our fault. It was just a whole big just a, just a, a big bunch thing. of miscommunication. Yeah. So um, she had the wrong time, and um, so she's not going to be able to make it in. But we do want to talk about her show because which Christine, is happening tonight. And Christine's just a wonderful woman. She really is. Yeah. And and hilarious. Hilarious friend of the show. I mean, you guys that came to one of our what our 
comedy showcase before the last one uh, saw her comedy. She is hilarious, and it's her show tonight, and it's going to be at Dante's. It's at Dante's, uh, Doors at 9, Shows at 10. Of course, Dante's right down uh, here in glorious downtown Portland, Oregon. Absolutely. Right 350, on West Burnside. 350 West Burnside. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be her, Christine Levine, along with a bunch of other uh, comedians, Richie Stratton, Whitney Street, Eric Cash, Annie McDonald, James C. Newstetter, Nick Clements, and um, and a, and uh, also Child Star and the Bad Days featuring Luke Clements. So Which that's our house band. you know Luke. Luke used to be a bartender at Tanker. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, know I looked. Him. Yeah, I, I recognized that name. I was like, oh, holy shit, that's him. Oh yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I've uh, okay. I know Luke because I've been on auditions with him. Yeah. I competed against him for a couple of things actually. Did you win? Um, I don't think I did. <laughs> I don't think I did. <laughs> not sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did not win. I don't know if he won either, though. So okay. We'll set to see. We're all we'll, winners. We'll battle another time. Well, if you want to go but and see uh, this guy that we <laughs> randomly knew, who was a bartender five years ago, playing in a band. Uh, also, Christine, and a whole bunch of amazing acts. Uh, it's tonight at Dante's. Uh, doors at 9, show at 10. $10 cover at the door. Or only 5 bucks if you bring in uh, two non-perishable food items for the Oregon Food Bank. That's awesome. So, great deal. That is cool. So, yeah, go support Christine Levine tonight at Dante's. Awesome. All right, should we do a little... Whoa. I hope that was what you were going to say. <laughs> Was not at all what I was going to say. It what else were you going to do? Were you going to give another synopsis of a musical you haven't seen? Oh boy, maybe we could do that. That seems to be <laughs> seems to be a thing right now. I just closed all my windows. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Yeah, let's talk balls. Balls. All right, first up in ball talk, we have this: the Portland Trailblazers season has come to a close. So the Trailblazers actually played pretty well, minus the first few minutes of the first quarter and the last <laughs> half of the, last of the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. They played very well. They, they actually had a really good game against the Memphis Grizzlies, um, but they could not close it out. The Grizzlies were just better, and uh, the Grizzlies will now move on I to think, play Golden State. I think the saddest thing about the game last night wasn't so much watching the Blazers lose as it was watching LaMarcus Aldridge's heart not be in it. <laughs> Yeah, it was that was the that was I think the hardest thing. Yeah, for for you guys who uh, who watch the watch the Trailblazers, you know, Lamarcus Aldridge is is the star of the team. Damian Lillard's kind of a face, but Lamarcus is the star, and he has been here for a long time. He's been here for nine years, nine years part of the part of the Portland Trailblazers, mm-hmm. and three time All Star. He's he's really amazing. Usually, like last year during the playoff series, he was he was a, a star. Like scored forty points a couple of times in games, I believe it was against Houston. He really didn't seem to be in it. I mean, maybe it's because Memphis's defense was just that great, but at the same time, the shots he was missing, wide open shots, he didn't seem like he it was, was awful. that in it. No. Yeah. So his, who knows? His, his heart wasn't in it, and his shot wasn't on. Like it's, it was just bad. It's true. Well, Lamarcus Aldridge is a free agent this summer, so now begins the summer of Lamarcus here in Portland, where everybody will be trying to figure out what's Lamarcus going to do, uh, whether he'll end up on San Antonio or Dallas. Or New York or the Lakers, all all teams will be throwing money at him. Those are four that have the uh, ability, depending on if Tim Duncan retires, to to throw money at him. So we will see what happens. And uh, you know, if he decides to go, he decides to go. Portland can offer him one more year on a contract and an extra about thirty million dollars is what it turns out to be. Because of the, because they're the incumbent team, they have the ability to offer that. So he'd be leaving thirty million dollars on the table if he left. However, when you already have, I mean, you're going to be signing a $100 million contract regardless, yeah. maybe that doesn't really matter, and, and you want to go 
think you've got a better chance of getting a championship somewhere else. It's hard to say. The Blazers win healthy. Win healthy at the beginning of the year were a legitimate team. I mean, they were maybe not a championship, God, but I mean, legitimate Western Conference Finals was was not inconceivable. And the almost they could have done that. Thirteen years. It'll be thirteen years in June, Greg, that yep. I've lived in Portland. Uh huh. Every time I've ever heard someone talk about the Blazers, it is always there's always the precursor of when the Blazers are healthy. Yep. And then that's it's like a tick. It's it like really a Portland is. tick when you talk about it. I mean it's it's when blazers are healthy, they're really good. <laughs> when they're healthy, it's always injuries. Always injuries. Well anyway, there we go. So we'll see what happens this summer if you live in Portland to be prepared for a lot of Lamarcus Aldridge talk and rumors as they try to figure out what's going to go on with them. As I said, Memphis goes on to play Golden State. That'll be a good series. Go Golden State, because um, I'm not a fan of Memphis, uh, the Grizzlies after this series. All right. There we go. Moving on to ball talk. Today, Sarah, today, today, <laughs> today, Junior. today, Junior, is the NFL draft. So the NFL. God, I could not be less excited. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'll just be excited because maybe they'll finally stop talking about it. Because, you know, for ball talk, for, for this show, I listen to a lot of sports talk radio. I'm not saying it's just for research on ball talk, but I do like to keep up to date with things. And all people ever talk about, despite all the other amazing things, NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, all people talk about is the NFL draft. It's Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota. You would think they are the only two athletes on the face of the planet, and everything is going to revolve around them. Like, world peace, like, peace in the Middle East depends on who the Tennessee Titans take at the number two pick. This is only the second time I've heard anybody talking about it, and you're the second person (laughs) for the second time, and I am annoyed with it, quite honestly. (laughs) It does seem like it's the only thing... I know that you can only talk about it because it's the only thing that everybody else is talking about. Well, and I have to bring it up because it is a big thing. I mean, Marcus Mariota is from University of Oregon. He was the Heisman Trophy winner. Jameis Winston was the Heisman Trophy winner. Marcus Mariota is so cute. And him and his dad wore, like, and his tie matched his dad's shirt when he was giving his speech. Yeah. That was really sweet. Well, there's questions of whether or not he's ready to be an NFL quarterback because of the system he played in college. They're saying that he doesn't actually uh, know that much about uh, isn't going to be able to perform right away. Like mm. maybe he could be good in a couple of years, but he's not ready for the NFL system. Who knows? No, no, nobody's going to really know until he's out there playing. Now, the the big thing that could happen today is a trade if Philadelphia, where Chip Kelly is the head coach, Chip Kelly, former coach of U of O, Marcus Mariota is his guy. If he can pull off a trade to move up to number two and take Mariota, okay, that's kind of what the wheeling and dealing thing. When is, is this going to be over? Tonight, four okay. o'clock. I think is when the draft starts. I believe four p.m. I, I'm not honestly. It's this afternoon at some point. Eastern, Pacific. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's like seven o'clock Eastern, or it's right in there. This is how much I pay attention. Like I, I don't know exactly, but it'll be today, tomorrow that we'll have our answers, and then maybe they can stop talking about it. All right, moving on to ball talk. Sorry, we are talking about, ball, you know, it is ball talk. It is sports talk. I do have to say, uh, our pal Jesmond in the chat just said that he donated us money so that we can buy ourselves some cornhole shirts for the tournament. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's so nice, Jess. Thanks. I'm going to start trying to find all the punny cornhole shirts I can. Did you see the Game of Thrones-themed uh, cornhole shirt? No, I did it's not. It's like the coolest thing ever. Okay. I'm totally going to find those and order those for us. All right. We all might right. think about that. Thanks, Jess. Cool. Woo. All right, moving on in ball talk. Got a couple of things. So let me ask you this, Sarah. Would you... I, from the way you're asking, I'm going to say no, even though I don't know what it is. You know what? i got to go straight to this story. What? It's, it's the big one. This isn't the one that I was going to ask about. I'll, I'll save the other one for another time because people well, have been sending me this thing. Okay. However, here it is. Sarah, do you recall a 
possibly future best-selling novel by the name of A Gronking to Remember? Uh, yes. Didn't you read some of A Gronking to Remember? I believe I might have read some of A Gronking to Remember. So Rob Gronkowski, the tight end of the New England Patriots, had a fan fiction romance novel written about him. Romance is very loosely termed in that because it's more it's it's a smut novel. So so Rob Gronkowski uh, has has a number of lady fans. And there's a woman by the name of Lacey Noonan who wrote it's it's quote an erotic novel series about him called A Gronking to Remember, which is the best name for a novel ever. There are such lines as <laughs> a gronking to remember. Su- I thought it was the gronkening for some reason. No, no, a gronking to remember. A gronking to remember. Yeah, uh, there, were, there were such lines as suddenly, all I wanted to do was watch Gronk do his thang thang in the zone place there. My vagina demanded it, or look at me, ung, splitting my own seam. Oh, going deep. You like how I work my slot receiver like a tight end. Gross. That's uh, some of the. Presumably award-winning writing that was in A Gronking to Remember. Well, now, old Lacey Noonan is getting sued. Not by Gronk. Gronk actually thought it was funny. It is by the people whose picture appears in the online book. So you can buy this book, too, by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Amazon link if you want to. Why would you not? Why would you not? So... So this this book has a picture of this couple in it. Well, it turns out that picture of the couple was used without permission. So it was a copyrighted photograph, and she just put them on there. Somehow, I guess, thinking that this would never, ever come out, that they wouldn't notice that it's a picture of themselves on the cover of a romance novel. So, well, I mean, if it's going to be the best-selling romance novel, maybe they wouldn't have noticed if it wasn't such amazing... Maybe. So I guess it's still not clear how she got the photo of the anonymous couple in the first place. But they are, uh, they are, they are suing her for damages. I mean... <laughs> Who she is a woman who like, wrote a gronking to remember. I don't know. She's just like going on random Facebook people and they're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to put them on there. <laughs> that sounds like, like a good idea. How shitty would that be? It's like you wake up one day like, wow, really? Greg, you posed for a gronking for, to remember? You wanted to be on the cover of that? Like, what? <laughs> so that sucks for them. <laughs> so there is a lawsuit being brought up right now for this on, on behalf of this anonymous couple. That's pretty amazing. I mean, especially with all the in this in this day and age of the internet's, where you can like get like when Aaron Duran was talking about the image he got for his book. Yeah, no, like you, you just pay a flat fee and you can get any picture that you want. Yeah, anything you want. Mm-hmm. She, she could have gotten a, a couple to pose on there. You know, probably could have paid a hundred bucks and gotten the rights to everything, but instead she just took one online. So there we go. A gronking to remember. Now being sued. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. We so need to get a copy of A Gronking to Remember for the studio. Well, people can go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. Or we can. To order that. I feel like we should, own, we should purchase our We own should purchase gronking A Gronking to, to remember. remember. I don't know if I want that on my credit card record. <laughs> 
Well, guys, our apologies for a little bit of a shorter show today. We still are on a timeline. and Yes. Yeah, we didn't realize that Christine wasn't going to be able to make it today. So our apologies. We'll give you a super long show tomorrow. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I uh, do want to say a really big thank you to, to Bike Gallery, our fine sponsor. And Bike Gallery is incredible. I go am to... so getting ready for our summer bike challenge. Oh, dude, I've been riding a I lot. I have been riding. My legs feel like jelly. No, I've you... Been... Not as much as I've been riding. Oh, whatever. I ride twice as far to get down here to the studio. Oh my gosh, you mean downhill? Um, well, I have to ride back uphill, sir. That's not how mm. it works. Unless I take the bus <laughs> back, that would be really lame. Um, bike Gallery is fantastic. Go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Bike Gallery link, and when you go into any one of their locations, they've got six different locations here in Portland, go to one of their locations and use that Use that link. We'll take you to a certificate that will get you 10% off whatever it is, including bikes. So please use that. They like to see it being used. Whatever you're buying, whatever you go down there to pick up from Bike Gallery, use that code. Mm-hmm. Funemploymentradio.com slash Bike Gallery. Just open it up right there on your phone, and they'll scan it, and then that's it, and you're on your way, and 10% off. It's awesome. And then you just be on your merry way. I keep getting compliments on my uh, rainbow riding gloves, too. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Well... I Are you wearing them. your fanny pack when you do that? I was not wearing my fanny pack. I no, was actually see, wearing we my bag that I <laughs> that I got at Bike Gallery. Oh, I see. All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Funemploymentradio.com slash cornhole hero. Go there. Register your team right now, right now, to be part of the tournament. Fantastic prizes from Paps Blue Ribbon and Next Adventure and Landmark Saloon. And, and ourselves. And ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yes, we will be there all day. It's going to be so much fun. We want to see everybody out there. May 17th. Just register so you can be part of the tournament, too. Awesome. And cool. it costs you nothing. We just want to do this to nope. all have a good, fun cornhole day. Weird. Now I'm going to start cornhole shopping for cornhole shirts, Greg. Sounds I'm weird. so excited. Cornhole shopping. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, everyone. You are fantastic. We really, really, really appreciate each we and every one all. of you. Thank you. Thanks. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.